Hello, Isaac here. I just realized as I was laying here trying to meditate on righteous anger and fury and aggression, I I couldn't meditate very well. I could, but it made me all like pumped up and excited. I was like, oh my gosh. When you think about things that light you on fire, it's unbelievable the feeling that comes over you you get goosebumps and it makes you get excited and you're just like wow that's really awesome and this whole episode is going to be dedicated to just anger everybody's perspective perception of it it's perspective it's perception it's how it's affects us on a daily basis negative energy It's it's just amazing. I get I'm one of the most hyper energetic people in the world. I'll never stop saying it because that's just me. And I have <laughs> I would consider a long fuse if I'm trying to protect somebody's feelings, but I've come to the realization you should never bottle anything in if you're truly feeling a certain way if it's how you're feeling you have to let it out otherwise it's going to hurt the person's feelings more when you let it out than it ever would have when you first said it that's what true friendship is family friends and i feel like over the years people bottle things up and say forget the past and press on well uh the past can be pretty f- traumatic <laughs> and I've seen it many times before and it just it stumps me if somebody walks up to you and tries to punch you in the teeth you you want to wonder why you're like what's going on are you okay what's happening you just respond accordingly some people you walk up and go to wave at them and they're gonna think you're trying to hit them and they're gonna just go into some defensive mode and put you on your ass and you're going to be like, whoa, I was just saying hi. And I've seen it many times. Some people are so uptight with their personal bubbles that it's perfectly fine, but just be careful with how you perceive people near you. They might just be trying to give you a hug of friendship or waving hello or trying to hurt you. Always be prepared. I've always said, but be at peace as well because not everybody's trying to slap you in the face (laughs) I was telling my kids a story to help them with the concept of greed (sighs) and it was I explained it in an ancient time I said in a a thousand years ago you have a small tribe and a bigger tribe says they want 50 bulls and 50 heifers. And you say, okay, do you want to trade something for it? And they just say, no, we just want them because we're bigger. And the smaller tribe says, no, we can't afford that. We can give you 15 bulls and 15 heifers, and that's the best we can do. And they said, well, we're going to come and destroy you in the morning. 
And the kids were pretty enthralled by at this point. They were like, wait, what? And I said, yeah, it's it's a really realistic thing. It really happened. That's what the crazy part is. We call them stories, but stories and legends are just things that happened, and you put a emphasis on them. And when the tribe got there in the morning to fight, they battle lines were drawn, and then the, the leaders, the ones that spoke for the tribes, walked together and met. And... I explained it like the days of old where you had champions. Your best fighter against their best fighter. And Delia and Keegan both and Lucas were like, wait, the best fighters? Oh, man. I was like, right? And who? Uh, and I started to say whoever wins and Delia pipes in and goes, so the winner gets everything. And I was like, usually that would be the case. But think of the tribe that is smaller if they win the champion battle the true heroes and the best warriors never killed the other tribe's best warrior because they would have enough respect for each other in defeat not to do the killing blow and those stories are rarely told of because it's always just bloodshed and after the smaller tribe defeats the bigger tribe by right of combat they usually would share what they could with the bigger tribe to help ease the passing of winter or boost their stores enough so that no one would go hungry and the look on the kids faces was beautiful they were like so don't be greedy and I was like there you go <laughs> end of the story end of the lesson and it just it makes me happy that way. <sighs> I have a very powerful aggression towards what I believe, what I perceive. And some people take it the wrong way when I lead the conversation, though. I say, this is just my opinion. And I talk about it, and then they get on fire and be like, well, why are you so emphatic about it? Just because I am. Has nobody's mark on it except me. I'm my own person. Everyone is unique. We all have the power of perception. We all have the power to feel and see a person's energy. Not everybody's been shown how to read a person's body language or just close their eyes and feel what's coming from them. All the greatest warriors did, the monks and the priests of every civilization, big and small. They all have people that dedicate their lives to spirituality and feeling the energy around us, the energy that binds us all. We are all just a ball of energy. And it that's my perspective on it. And I've been told many times well you're just very wrong and I was like I understand that's your perspective I respect it and thank you have a great day no you're just wrong because you're wrong uh, actually I just explained have a nice day I'm leaving now no you don't get to leave you just made me mad I'm sorry that something triggered inside you by what I said because it was just my perspective well your perspective is wrong
That's why I'm walking away. And I've had people try and basically fight over it. And I'm like, I'm leaving now. Leave me alone. I am a peacemaker until you push me too far. If my life is threatened, I get extremely aggressive. If I feel like somebody I love, if their life is threatened, I get extremely defensive. I get guarded and I get protective. And thankfully, I've never had to cross the threshold of acting. <laughs> In the defense. I've defended people before, but that was just simple protecting someone that looked like they were having a bad time with bullies or over aggressive sports fans or anything that you could get over aggressive about. Your opinion. Your opinion is your own. If you have to get mad about it, then it becomes something greater than just an opinion it becomes like a movement which is a-okay but if you try to force your movement on anyone that just usually makes people go why why are you trying to force this on me i hope this has been helpful in explaining the complexity of aggression and anger. I've talked with a lot of veterans and they explain it the best way. They weren't fighting in the end for anybody but the friends around them. That's righteous fury. You love the brother in arm or the sister in arm next to you, you fight for them. You fight to keep each other alive. To keep yourself alive. But if you're fighting for a cause that you don't feel like is your own, don't fight. <laughs> Always believe in your fury. Your opinion is your own and it is righteous to you and it's perfectly fine to ask opinions because that helps us grow with our own perception of everything I've never told anyone to believe anything they just ask me what I believe and then I explain what and how I believe it Thank you so much for listening. I will have more content as it comes. Hey everybody, more thoughts on my feelings towards anger and righteous anger and the way people perceive it. I don't know how many people have felt this way, but 
whenever I've been in a situation where I was defending myself and was trying to walk away from the fight and trying to explain how I never ever want to fight that for some reason triggers some people into feeling like oh well this person's just a wuss and then I've gotten to the point where people say oh you've been pushed too far I've never been pushed too far I speak my truth about what's going on and then I call the person out it's happened on several occasions over my life and I've never had to thankfully strike another human being I don't believe subduing a person is quite the same as having to actually beat a person up so if you feel defensive that's good you're allowed to defend yourself nobody's ever allowed to tell you not to be angry you're supposed to be in your anger if it comes up because that's what you're feeling it's how you yourself deal with it that defines you I remember with talking with somebody that accidentally hurt somebody really bad and they don't know if they lived or died and I talked to them about it and they explained it and I said well that sounds like self-defense but it doesn't matter how many times you explain to somebody what self-defense is if they're too beat up about it they think they went too far then only they can move on past that it doesn't matter what anybody says if you feel like you went too far in something only you can forgive yourself we live in a world where anything can be used against a person if you jump in and are defending somebody there's usually going to be somebody there to witness it and understand why and what happened but if somebody speaks up against the person defending themselves or defending somebody they love it it automatically shows up as oh well we'll have to just do a neutral thing and they'll both get in trouble I guess the best part would be just not to try to be in those situations. Some places are designed to make people be angry or rowdy out of their control. Being drunk, being high, being on some kind of mind-altering agent sometimes makes you feel out of control but there's good in a lot of natural things that make you go deeper within natural things that have been proven that they don't hurt you at all but once you don't need any of that you step in truly into your righteous anger and rage. You're able to see things from a whole new perspective. Nobody has the power to hurt you if you have the power to control 
yourself because nobody can say anything. The old expression, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. <laughs> words can always hurt if you let them. If somebody says something that makes you angry, search yourself and see why it made you angry. That has nothing to do with actual aggression towards somebody attacking you. You have to do what's completely necessary in the situation. There's no rage in it. I've talked to a lot of military personnel that were getting scared with the fact that they were able to fight and kill with little to no remorse and it made them feel uncomfortable. And I've always said the same thing to anybody that's taken a life. Obviously you're supposed to feel remorse. Because if you don't feel justified in what you're doing, you're going to feel remorse. Self-defense is completely different than just attacking because somebody told you to. There are people without consciences, but you should never take a soul away from anything without being understanding of the act. That is selfless defense. You should never glorify death in any means. That's why some people create horror movies, that's why some people create too much of one thing is too much. Anything that's created out of one-sidedness can just be too much and desensitize against true feeling. It's okay to defend yourself. It's okay to have righteous def rage if you're being attacked because you know in yourself that you have done nothing wrong. You've just defended yourself, you're somebody that you loved, somebody that you're protecting, stepping in when somebody's in trouble and just doing what's necessary to be a hero. I just had some more thoughts on anger, rage, and aggression, and anything that comes along with it. It's all energy in the end. And when somebody feels passionately about something, there can be a adverse reaction if somebody disagrees with them because it's their passion, it's their belief. Most conversations should be started if it's going to be a debate, it should be stated as a debate. Because otherwise, it turns into an argument or an aggressive reaction. But I, I realized something about that. Anybody can talk about their beliefs. It's only the ones that are seeing something that makes them angry in themselves. And they usually respond angrily aggressively towards the speaker. And that's just a thought on how it's easy to be calm, but it's even 
easier to lose your temper. Especially if somebody's trying to talk to you on help, if they want to help you with something. Most people get mad and don't listen, they just shut their minds off. I've seen in my conversations with people. So how do you talk to somebody that's on drugs or in an affair, doing something that's considered less than prudent? Less than good, I guess you would say. I would just say you be an open human being and let them talk their frustrations. If somebody needs to vent it, they'll vent it somewhere. Whether it's with anger or whether it's with talking with someone. Anytime I've ever been confronted with angry people, I avoid conflict at all costs. I always have. Because for some reason my confidence can offend people. I just have a set of rules that never change. Chivalry is a name that you could give it, but in the end it has to do with <laughs> love everybody like you should love yourself. And that enrages people too many times over because I had a hard time realizing that most people hate themselves if they're an angry person. It starts at their core. It doesn't have to be in specific. It just, I've seen it too much. If somebody's extremely hurt from suppressed memories, from childhood, from a traumatizing event, that needs to be voiced and explained to someone you trust, someone you understand will be a complete, open, equal conversation. No judgment from anything. And that can calm the darkest of rages, the darkest of anger, just listening. And asking if you're allowed to express how you feel towards that anger. To try and find and deal with that suppressed memory that has the rage in it. My brother is sadly one of those. He has so much anger and rage towards things that sometimes I feel like it's hard to reach him. But I understand that him just talking and being excited about stuff is the best way to reach him. He'll talk about his own frustrations in time, just like a lot of people that I've run into. 
because I love to carry on a conversation with anybody. I'm non-judgmental, no rage involved. I just like hearing people's thoughts and dreams. And I put myself into their shoes to give an equal understanding of it. If they're mad at a person, I put myself in that person's shoes. Avoiding rage at all costs. 